blessing uh, it's like you know how to preach better than I <laughs> no, no, no way you said it I was like oh interesting it's like you know how to preach just uh, just arranging everything and I'm like ah okay oh, thank you uh, praise the Lord hallelujah uh, uh, first of all I'd just like to welcome uh, Brafemi and I believe that's your lovely wife. So I'd like to welcome you and welcome Ma. Thank you for for quickly coming to our brother here. <laughs> um, she, uh, he has meant, he has uh, said uh, a lot about you that uh, you'll be you'll be coming and it's good to finally see you and meet you. Um, uh, we're excited to see you. Thank you so much. Um, I believe uh, so. I, I mean, I believe uh, you know the, our other brethren, uh, Bra Kelvin, they are following us online. They couldn't make it today because um, their vehicle had an issue. So, and they had to drive all the way from Saint Anne. That's about forty-five minutes away. So they couldn't make it. And a couple of uh, our brethren as well that couldn't make it today. But uh, the Lord, Lord, strengthen us uh, and keep us. Amen. So I just felt that uh, you know, I would, uh, my wife would just teach a bit and I would just uh, round up. I pray that uh, I won't take much of our time. Amen. And um, so uh, thank you so much, honey. Uh, okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. Uh, so you've taught us about faith. Thought about faith, so I'm thinking I might start from the same. Uh, okay. Mm, okay, okay. I think I will start from Matthew 6. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Give you all the praise. So Matthew six. I'll just start from uh, where we read. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, okay, I read from verse. Mm, I read from verse. trying to pick a place to start from, but it's like there's two, two in my heart, but maybe I'll start from one and then we'll go from there. Uh, 
I'll read. I read from verse 20. Okay, you know what? Let me read from verse 18. I think that's better. I read from verse 18. Um, and it says that thou appears, so Jesus was talking to, you know, our, our guys at the top. Uh, you know, those that pray and, and fast and shout so that everybody can hear them uh, because they want everybody to know that they are fasting. Uh, and Jesus, you know, was teaching about prayer, right? Um, so after teaching about prayer, then he began to talk about the kingdom. I, I think the, the prayer is really about the kingdom of God, right? So he began to pray in verse, uh, verse eight, thereabout, verse uh, verse nine, eight nine. Then he began to teach and say, "In this manner you pray." Uh, let me actually actually read from there. Uh, let me read from verse uh, nine. It says, "After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father." which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. So he began to teach about you know, the prayer, that this is how you should pray, and then he began to teach about the kingdom coming. Right. So he says, thy kingdom come. Say, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. So for if ye forgive men their trespasses, then began to talk about forgiveness. Uh, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. So he taught about the kingdom, then he began to talk about forgiveness. Right? Uh, if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrite of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fast, anoint thine head, and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which is seated in secret shall reward thee openly. Then he began to talk about things. Um, that is, or let me put it, they began to talk about heavenly activities, right? And I began to say, lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. So, see now, there's, uh, there's an, an activity that he's talking about here is activities of laying up treasures, uh, which is particular to men, right? I mean, goats can lay up treasure in heaven. Chicken can't. I mean, uh, you know, chicken is only good for meat here. I, I doubt you find any chicken in heaven, but because... They, we don't eat meat, neither we, angels don't eat chicken. They don't eat goat or, I mean, initially they were not meant to be eaten anyways, but, 
uh, eventually we found ourselves eating chickens and and now chickens taste so awesome and taste so nice and taste so great, you know, but only God knows. Well, anyways, <laughs> the summary is chicken were not intended to be eaten. They were just created, yeah. right? They were things out of Adam that God created to also inhabit the earth, right? So it was, it was not meant for food. It was the fall that made man depend on meat. Man is not supposed to depend on meat. Uh, there is a, a different kind of meat that uh, men are meant to eat, right? And of course, we see a type of that in uh, Israel, where you see Israel eating manna, which is the food of angels, right? So manna is food of angels, but uh, the intended bread or manna that man should eat is the bread that is from heaven, right? So it said, thou shalt not live by bread alone, but by every word. <laughs> so every word is the daily, give us this day our daily bread. So man should live daily by him. But anyways, then, you know, you just started talking about, let me move away from chicken area. So you just started talking about uh, you know, laying up treasures, right? Like I said, chicken can lay up treasure in heaven. The only, the only, the only, um, the only creation, let me use that word, that can lay up treasure is man. Even angels don't. Angels don't lay up treasure in heaven. Reason being that they don't have the capacity to. Why? Because whatever, what God has put in them is the way they are set. You can't change it. You can't remove from it. You can't add to it. Angels don't grow. They don't. Growing is only an activity designed for the living soul. It's only living souls that can grow. Right? I mean, when it comes to, when we talk about growth, growth with respect to being added to spiritually. Right? You know growth means increase, right? And when you grow, there's, there's an increase that is added, right, spiritually to the frame and build of creation, like man. So when man is growing, um, it's not just because he's eating chicken, right? that protein, mm. calcium, all those things, and that then can build muscle and all those things. You know, that, that's bodily exercise. That's bodily, so it, it speaks of a spiritual uh, operation that goes on in man. So man can grow. Mm. Growth is part, that thing called growth is part of, and part and parcel of what you call a living soul. So growth is not, an, is not a, an accident that we just, you know, maybe we just study man, all of a sudden science has discovered, oh wow, men grow. You know, when babies come, they, they come as a baby and after a while they start eating, you feed them milk, oh, there's nutrient there, and then all of a sudden uh, the baby will begin to develop uh, the brain, the brain, as the brain develops, then limbs begin to grow and brains begin to grow and the baby begins to increase in height and all of a sudden, this baby is eight foot tall. Do we have eight foot these days? <laughs> I know we are. I know we can have up to uh, to six foot, right? We can have 
I mean, there's, there's six foot, six foot one, six foot two. Lots of lots. I have a friend in, in um, Edmonton with, with tall, tall heights. It's about six foot two. They're about, they're about. And also, you know, Pastor says in Saskatoon, he's, he's very tall, six foot. I just look, he looks like, he, I, look, I, I just look up to him like that. Oh, hi, hi, Pastor Sessie, how? You know, very tall, right? But it's not just, growth is not just about, um, it's not just about height. Growth. So we see all these things naturally, but the fact of it or the true uh, workings of growth is actually for the soul. It's not just for the body. But of course, there's a way the Lord allowed things to flow in such a way that you can see the spiritual being represented in the natural. So uh, if, 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 or the, the only place where we see growth really in the natural like that is after Abra, uh, sorry, Cain and yeah. sorry, Adam and Eve gave birth. Yeah. But because Adam and Eve were not created as a baby, they were men, yeah. grown, yeah. matured, adults. Mm. That's what God created, not a baby. Mm. But inside of that man is the program to conceive mm. and then grow a baby. And you know, growth starts right actually from the womb. A baby is a grown cell, cells that grew, yeah. you know, fertilize, and then the cells yeah. begin to multiply. Yes, sir. Right? Wow. So once the cells begin to multiply, then you begin to see growth. So you see that the, the, the aspect of growth has to do with multiplication of, of growth materials or growth component, right? So if you have so what's the growth component of, a, of, a, of, a, of an embryo? It's the cells, right? I don't know how many of us went to, is it, bi is it biology? Or yeah. I don't know what they call, I, don't, I shall know that. When sperm cells and uh, egg, I don't know, did they call egg cells? But anyways, but they are all cells still. So when, when it's, uh, the two come together and the, the, the egg is fertilized, then you begin to see divisions. But that division is actually multiplication. Yeah. Only God knows how he does his math. God, God and math, yeah. we just borrowed math from the spirits. That's where all the wisdom of mathematics is coming from, right? So there's division, but division is actually multiplication because it's one that divides into two. I mean, normally, if you say one divided by two, what you get is 0 0.5. That's men's mathematics. But when it comes to spiritual development, when, when there's division, increase happens. That's what happens. Uh, the first the type of division we see is Moses parting the Red Sea. And then what happens is increase, why? Because Israel passed through on an increase. But when Egypt decided to flow through. Sorry, he said this division is only for the child of God. Sorry. If you pass through, you will die. I don't know why, what was in his mind that was just. I don't know what was it. Was it. Oh, number one, you didn't open the Red Sea. It's not your magicians that opened it. And you now saw somebody's God opening a Red Sea. And first of all, you know how thick this sea is. And it is called red. When you wear red, you should know that this is blood. Ah, okay, blood sea. Okay, so that means I should fear this. At least if I don't fear the God, I should fear this sea. 
but you still did I and then went went through. What happened? The Lord closed the waters, no more division. And then when no, when there was no more division, perishing happened. When there's division, increase because they passed through from Egypt into the wilderness. It's a it's a moment of increase. But when the division was removed, what happened is perishing. Sometimes when the Lord wants to increase, God will begin to divide. Wow. Actually, a man and a woman marrying is a division. Yeah. And that is why the math never adds up. Mm -hmm. one, plus one plus one equals one. Not one plus one equals two. So God's mathematics is totally different from men's mathematics. But I think the idea I was just you know, coming from is there's an increase that the Lord has set for a living soul to have. So living soul is designed for increase. Part of the program of living soul is increase. And you now realize that what the Lord, what the Lord told Adam and Eve is be fruitful and multiply. Right? Maybe I should quickly read it. I think it's like, okay, let me, let me put that. So Genesis chapter, chapter, it's like, it's like, Brafemi is a man of Genesis. Every time you're around, you just, you just go to that Genesis, and you just Genesis, just move to. Amen. So go to Genesis chapter, uh, let's go to chapter, mm, 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 mm. okay, let's go to chapter, uh, Genesis chapter 1, then we'll go to verse uh, 27, I read to 28, it says, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God, Created he him, male and female created he them. Right? And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Now we can see here that this is the program of increase. Right? Because you say God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful. Now, the, the word fruitful is uh, be, actually be, be, bear, is, be fruitful means bear fruit, yes, sir. right? And any tree that is bearing fruit, not fruits, is not yet fruitful, right? To be fruitful, because it is fruit, fool, not fruit one. Not fruit two, wow. not fruit three, right? Because they didn't add number to it. If, if, if they just needed maybe like two, three, four, they would, they would just say, be fruitful. That just, so we, then we know there's only four fruit that we are looking for, right? But he's saying here that be fruit, but be full of fruit. And we see that blessing even in ovaries. You know the ovary is a lot of, plenty eggs. You just be releasing them one by one. Okay, you go here. 
then one come out for your account. Then God now added extra. You, really, it's only one you need, but God gave two. One here, one here. You come out, come out. In case this one did not, maybe this one will. And there's a way the Lord did it in such a way that there is the program of multiplication inside both the man and the woman. Even the man, the man's uh, sperm cells, one, well, let me just say one, at one time, the man can release up to billions of cells at once. That's, that's a fruitful exercise, although it's just one or two or three, depending on how God wants to do it. In short, that we say one is just because that's, that's what we see often. If God wants to, God can just allow, okay, you know what? This woman, this man, uh, you know what? I need maybe four of your, or six. I mean, the, the, the highest we've seen now so far is eight, right? Is it eight or nine? Children at once. It's nine, Abby. <laughs> so at least for now, so far, according to stats, it's only one. Uh, we've seen that give it to nine at once. But that means that God can do it in such a way that he can give it to as many as possible at once. But I mean, God is mindful of the body. So he's not going to belabor the body too much, right? But the, what I'm bringing out is that there is fruitfulness or there is increase as part of the program in the living soul. So the living soul by default have the program of increase. That's one. So you now understand all these liars that are, I, I call them liars, <laughs> God forgive me. But we know all these men out there that they, they, they call them motivational speakers. Then they, they now be talking to men. You can do it. You can make it. Oh, yes. Go for it. Wow. What you search, you ask to it, you can do it. They are stealing from the Bible. Ah, uh, was, uh, aspire. What was inspired to aspire all the pyre pyre and then and all the empires right I'm looking at them God will help me I'll finish quickly it's a, maybe it's a, it's, it's a short quick walk today so all the pyres pyres maguire aguire aguires right it's all just gimmicks it's, it's a different sense that Satan has, has given to men to trade the original sense with a man is not meant to be subject to the natural. Naturally, the natural yeah. is meant to be subject to man. But now we see everything twisted. The gospel sometimes twisted to, to paint an expectation of a believer that once you get born again, the Lord is going to answer all your needs. Uh, but sorry to say, oh, but it's not all the need that the Lord might decide to answer. He might decide to leave some. You know, see that one. I don't think I want to answer that one now. Not that he can't provide it. There's a way he trains. Yeah. And it's very. Oh, ah, okay. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, anyways. Uh, the reason why I'm saying that there's a way God trains, there's a way God deals with men. It, so Paul gave us a sense. When I was a child, I thought as a child, right? Meaning there's a point in growth where there's a child phase. Yeah. When I became a man, right, I put away childish things. So there is 
you can see the, the transition from a child to a man, which is also part of increase for the living soul. Right? Because I was using part of increase to explain. Naturally, right, man, living soul, is, a, is blessed with increase. So there is the living soul, which the Lord blessed. Says, and the Lord blessed them. Blessing is when you receive, ah, how do I put it? Okay, I don't want to say increase in the natural. Because every time we hear the word blessing, the first thing that comes to mind is, ah, the Lord's going to butter my bread, sugar my tea. But blessing spiritually is not money. Blessing spiritually is not cars. Blessing spiritually is not any earthly material because you can't find those things in the spirit. Yeah. What the Lord calls blessing is actually life. That's what God calls blessing. Because that blessing, which is life, is actually his own. Yeah. And the man that is blessed is he that can receive God's life. If any man can receive his life, he's blessed. And that's it. What blesses a man is God's life. Not, not I receive car. When God said, I will bless you. I will increase you. Ah, I will be so happy. Well, breakthrough. But <laughs> for breakthrough, when the Lord say, I will bless you, I will increase you, he's talking about something else. That doesn't mean he can't give you natural things. Right? When God gives it, it's not blessing. It's just, just something he gave. When God is giving it, in his mind, he's not thinking he's blessing you. He's just looking like a baby. You know a baby? When they are born, they just cry for everything. Okay, take. With the prayer, I think they are blessing the child. No. <laughs> they are just taking care of the child. Okay. Let's keep your mouth shut now. Take, okay, okay, now you are crying. What do you need? Oh, you want to be carried, okay. Sometimes you have to even leave them, let them cry, they cry. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they know, those kids, fear them more. As little as, as the moment they are born, they can begin to tell things. Just, when you begin to give them some attention, ah, okay, it's like when I do this, it's like this happens. Ah, okay, let me test it. Then, Ah, correct. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe it's a mistake. They will try it again. It's like this thing is working. And then you now realize that after a while, they'll just continue doing it. Because they know that whenever this happens, that follows. Yeah. But when they do it, no response. Ah, they'll be confused. Okay, it's like, it's like this thing is not working. Okay, let me, let me rearrange myself. But if you can figure, it's the same thing with God. Where... We begin to cry about things. God can just okay take. Right? Because God, God knows that we need those things. So seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. Then all other things shall be added. We are going to get back there, but let me just talk about this increase. It's like, I don't know, I just find grace to talk about increase. I don't know. I'm not talking about increase. But anyways, so increase, right? The increase is a program in a living soul. Right? All these other liars that I was talking about, Aguaya Maguaya, they, they took a wisdom from a being that is trying to paint another life to men. 
So when men begin to hear those things, then you now start thinking, okay, I think the way to be blessed is by doing these many things, is by giving myself to all these things, then always by chasing after money. You know, I'd be surprised that money is actually a spirit. Sometimes the more you chase it, the more it runs away. But when you are chasing it and it is coming to you, you have to be careful. Yeah. Why? Because then, 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 then there's something particular about that operation. I'm chasing it, then it's coming. Check. It's possible something is being lost here. It's possible that person is losing treasure in heaven. It's possible that soul is losing his soul. What's the prophet about to get this word? Now, I'm, not, I'm not preaching to be poor. I mean, am I preaching? I'm not preaching to be poor. I'm just saying that there are some things. Why? The scripture says it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of the needle than for a rich man. Now you're now wondering, okay, so it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye than for a rich man. And where are they going? Inside the kingdom. And of course, this is not talking about the new birth experience. Because most of the time, we always use it for uh, rich people that are, um, that are unbelievers that we are trying to get born again. They will tell them, it is easier for a camel to pass to the heart of needle than for a rich man. So we are angry at rich men. I don't know why. You know, believers will be angry at rich men. No, no. We assume that every rich man is going to hell. Every... You are rich. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes. That man, do you know what he did to be rich? Of course, there are those, right? But there are also those that the Lord can find what just put money in their hand. God can do it. But money is a spirit. And I can tell you, it is not God that is in charge of that spirit. However, God can give money. Because he didn't create, doesn't mean he can. Ah, he's sovereign. They say he's sovereign. So he can put, okay, ah, this money is a better tool in the hand of this person. Okay, let me. And spirits, they won't wrestle. Okay, yes, Lord. That's the way you want it. No problem, sir. They won't won't argue. Then angels can go and just arrange the money and bring it. But one thing is certain. Money is controlled by spirits. And of course, you know who created money. Ah, we're gisting. In the Bible, they say, ah, hey, money. Who created money? Satan. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, they started, you know, like people I think were saying, say they attached value of gold, then currency, all those things. Okay, God created gold, yeah. But when, when you now talk about that currency, the wisdom yeah. for currency, who brought it out? Where, is that? Where did that idea come from? Mm. But you know that that idea is foreign. Yeah. If you check Adam, will, I, will Adam ever think, ah, can I create a currency? That we can be spending. No, he would, he, not in any way in scripture. He didn't even tell us. He thought about it. All he did was stay in the present. What was his, what was his duty? Offering sacrifices to God. That's the work of a priest. So Adam is a priest. Yeah. In short, he's more of a priesthood. They start in Leviticus. Yeah. The reason why priesthood needed to start in Leviticus was because men have lost priesthood. And you also understand there were priests before Leviticus. Yes, sir. Like Melchizedek. He's a priest of the Most High. So they call him a priest. So Melchizedek is a priest. But he's not a priest after the order of Melchizedek. 
sorry, it's not after the order of the Leviticus. It's a, it's a different order. So that tells us that they were priests of God, right? On earth before Israel. Way, way different priests, which Abra, even Abraham needed to pay tight to, right? Abraham himself, right, was considered, uh, if you look at the way God arranged it, if Melchizedek is a, is a priest of the most high, that means he's a high priest, then Abraham, might have, as at that moment, might have just been a, 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 a priest, not a high priest, right? Because as the scripture said, the lower is blessed of the higher. And the way the Lord said it is high priest, priests, sons, sons of Levi, like sons, priests, sons of priests, right? So those that we call choirs. Choir, say, you know, I don't know, ah, we've learned a lot too. You know, you know we, we say that choir uh, uh, minstrels, they are, they are Levites, they, because they sing in the court. Okay, yes, we take it like that. We take it, we take it. But the truth of the matter is that their job is not just to sing. There's, there's, there's an heavenly order to which to what God is doing. Really, what the Lord is saying in that order is, who can access me? So it's the order of access. First the high priest, then the priest. Then you have Levite. Then you have Israel who are outside. And I realize that the more they are broken down, the less they access. The more they are broken down, the less they access. The more they are broken down, the less they access. Oh, I just saw something, but... Am I saying okay? The the more they broken down, the less they access, and the less they access, the less they blessed. The less they access, the less they blessed. The most blessed is the high priest because it's he who can put blessing on the people. A priest can't do that, but a priest has his blessing. A Levite can't do that, but they have their blessing. They have their blessing in the courts. What's the Offers that's their duty, so they have their blessing. But a an Israelite that is outside, they can't even come near to offer sacrifice. They have to give it to the Levites to do it. So that is a less blessed occupation. But they are the they are the ones going out to farm and all those things. And if you look at it, you think they have the economic power. But no. Those that have the economic power is in the priest, the one that is putting blessing on them. Yeah. So maybe, so we think oh, all of them, they have to go and work and then they make a lot of, and then they, they break, okay, these are our tithe. If we look at it with the way our natural side look now, we will say, oh my God, people of Israel are blessed. But who really, who, who really holds the blessing is the high priest. Because the Lord told the, the, the priest in, ah, numbers. It's numbers, I believe, 624, if I'm accurate, where he was telling them, this is how you bless the people. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. May he cause his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. Right? And then give thee that. And then you put my name upon them and then bless them. So that's blessing. I don't know. Blessing, increase. Okay? All right. But you see that he who holds the blessing is the priest. Right? But let me quickly go back to where I'm coming from. Abraham. Right? Uh, Melchi, right, who was a high priest. So they were priests, right, before the Leviticus order, right, they were priests. So it was not, but Abra, uh, sorry, Adam was 
a priest. If not, if, if, if there's anything else I can say about of the Most High, he is. Mm. But we know according to the order, he's the high, yeah. high priest, that's it. Yeah. Unless, unless you're talking about well, Moses, yeah. Moses is also an high priest, right? So just trying to compare it with scripture, but clearly what we can see is that Adam did not need to go, yeah. right? And be looking for money yeah. or creating money because he's blessed. Just like priests have blessing and they can convey blessing on Israel, he's blessed because he's carrying blessing. So when he sinned in chapter 2, what Adam heard is that blessing. Because blessing, what you have is blessing and curse. Blessing and curse. When you have, when you remove blessing, what you have is curse. Right? When you remove curse, what you have is blessing. So it's really, it's really, there's a switch and there's, there's a technology to which you can hold it. There's a way God set it such that you can hold it. Ah, time has gone, sorry. But I'll try and round up quickly now because of time. It's 9.30 and I know that this is, this is the first time you know, Bra Femi is uh, coming here on a Tuesday. So I'll try, I'll try and, and round up quickly. And also, I don't want to, to uh, stress, uh, stress us too much. Uh, I believe we are already blessed. So this, okay, okay. But uh, let, me, let, me, let me quickly try and trace my step back to where I'm coming from. So we have Adam. So money, like I was saying, is, is not, uh, it's not blessing. It's controlled by spirit. But the Lord can direct and move it. Angels can go and bring money and give it. So the chasing money, Right, and chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing it. We we'll have to be careful because there's there. If you want to enter the kingdom, there are things you must consider. Yeah. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of the needle than for a rich man. You have to consider it. You want to be rich? You have to consider that it's easier for a camel to enter the kingdom than for a rich man. The scripture is not, did not make mistake about that. They didn't just put it there to make it look like. Uh, you know, there's a lot of metaphor in scripture. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Jesus said it. It is. It's not a metaphor. It is easier. And we know that the eye of the needle is a gate, right? That uh, they had to take camels, make them crawl, and then push them through. Now imagine a camel. See how tall it is. Bend, push. That means that that camel must be very nickel for that to allow them to bend him and push him through. But they now say that a camel, right, it is easier for that camel to pass through the eye of the needle than for a rich man. Okay, that means there are troubles rich men have when it comes to the kingdom of God. I'm not even talking about troubles that they have, okay, they have LT, it's only people that have whatever they are talking about. It's not just, it's just isolated to rich men. But of course, they have other problems. Yeah. And that's why they have to consider, go to be rich. You have to really, really consider if you want to be rich. Because you know to be rich is also, there's also something here when it comes to riches. To be rich is not just about money. Because as Jesus said, that it, the, the uh, what's that scripture? is not containing things that he has. A man's riches is not Contained in the things that he has. I think that was the scripture. 
Yes, a man's life is not consistent, but abundance. Yeah. Now realize that riches, and they're not even, they're not, what was Jesus using life? Right? And riches. It's very easy. Do you want your life? You have to lose it. If you don't lose it, you gain a life. But if you want the actual life, you have to lose one. Yeah. That's why they say you have to die. Yeah. Lose one to gain the other. Mm. <laughs> so, because Satan has tied life to riches. Mm. When you check it, Satan has tied, whenever you see, what's, what's the average dream of an every man? To be rich. Even Christians. Yeah. What's the average dream? Forget, forget American dream. Okay. <laughs> American dream is just, you're just bringing the loss to everybody's face. American dream. But really, what's the, what's the dream of an average man? Mm. Even Christian. Is to make it. And then you hear certain arguments. Be heavily useful and be earthly useful. Be heavily conscious and be earthly useful. Don't just be heavenly gun. Somebody is fighting. Why? They don't, they don't want to lose their life. Yeah. And, I, and I get it. I get it. Because there are some Christians. Work, they will not work. Do what is needful, they will not. They will just sit down there and, you know, sometimes those ones you need to jump down and, you know, just, just give. Why? Why? Collect sense. Right? But, but the truth of the matter is that men are not meant to tie their life. To riches. But that doesn't mean that we can't be rich. The question is, what are you rich in? Because there's what this what there are things God calls riches. When you look such scriptures, if it's not natural riches which God Himself condemned, right? Not that He says that I hate that you have money. It's just saying that you can have it, but something else you must be rich first, not just. That rich is what you should focus on. What must be rich first is your soul. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. So what God cares for first is the living soul. That soul must prosper. Prosperity is, is the program of the living soul. That prosperity is the program of increase, which is in the soul. There's a program. When the soul is prospering, it means there's multiplication of life. There are divisions of life. When they are dividing life, that means life is increasing. And we can get a sense of riches in scripture, which is the riches of Christ. The unsearchable riches of Christ. And that is in Corinthians, not Corinthians, that is in Ephesians. I think chapter 2, right? The unsearchable riches of Christ that Paul was talking about. And when you say, what's the riches of Christ? It's not money. There are things that are there are things that Jesus is full of. Part of the riches of, well, let me use the word, part of the riches of Jesus Christ is Christ inside of him. That's, that's, that's like Paul was using the word, the unsearchable riches of Christ. The truth of the matter is that there is plenty, plenty blessing in the spirit. When you say a man can be rich. A man can be rich. But there's something a man should be rich in. Then we'll go to that first Peter that you read and I end, but let me just find my way there. A man can be rich. 
A man can increase, but there is something that that man must increase in. It's not money. If you can increase in that one, it can, that one can bring money. Because that one has the wisdom of life. It can, it knows how to bring it. It knows how to lead you to get it. So that you won't chase after it like other Gentiles. The way Gentiles seek things. When you check an average Christian and an unbeliever, and you see how they are both searching for money, you notice that everything is the same. The only difference is that a Christian is using the name of Jesus. <laughs> and the truth of the matter is that as he's calling, in Jesus, I want money. They're already calculating how they go to get it. Yeah. Okay, this, this. And okay, let's say they're not using the media, they're even using faith. Mm. Now realize that that faith mm. is not about pleasing God. Mm. It's about pleasing themselves. Mm. How? You have faith. Mm. One million dollars. And it comes. Please. Who has that pleased? Mm. Is it Jesus? Okay, did Jesus use the money? Did, did Jesus use the money to, and then we cannot crown it as Christians. I say, the kingdom needs it. Kingdom money is kingdom money. Lord is for your glory. Lord is for your glory. Liars. <laughs> we know that. We know you give offering and tithe. But, but, what do you really want that money for? We want to do gimmick for us. You just drop offering, drop gimmick. Liars. Don't lie to us. What do you, your God is that money. Yeah. And then you see the name of Jesus to collect it. Then you now have, now have faith. So, ah, money, money, many, many things. There were times that, I mean, this one was not because I was actually looking for money. There were times I, fit, I had faith for money before. I would say, Lord. And, but when I say that, I'll, I'm, not, I'm not even asking for billions. I mean, maybe I, maybe I should have. I never, maybe, that, maybe the Lord would have given it to me. But it was just based on my need. I needed money. I was broke. Mm. Nothing. Shingbai. I said, Lord. And as a student, and that time I had a car. I don't know. I've said this story before. Yeah. I had a car. And then I, my friends know me. I think I mentioned it last time. <laughs> and my wife knew me that time. My guy is always on. You know, you know where, 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 the, where the thing is now blinking, you know there's a light that comes when it's low. She knows whenever they collect my car, it's always that. That light's always showing them in the face. That will tell you the kind of wilderness I was in. That gas always low. Why? Because why, now you can't even buy for $5 gas. Then, for $5 gas, it will do you well. Five dollar gas. It will do you. You can drive plenty times. Now imagine when you are you are now able to buy twenty dollar gas. Ah, like a rich student, you've landed. But not. I just say, Lord, I need, I need gas. Somebody. And funny enough, it's not always like you just land like that. It's almost I have to walk in love for that thing to come. Then somebody will just come. Can I please borrow your car? I could have just said, no. But I said, hey, okay, no problem. I'm not going anywhere. I'll take. They'll go. They'll use the car. When the car returns, it's a full tank. A shock. Maybe this was a fluke. Okay. I was going, I just, I prayed to God again. I know the gas has, but it was not consecutive. It was after a while. I don't, gas was low. I still didn't have money. And I remember the last time. Ah. Hmm. Let me try that again. Lord. I need gas. It's empty, no money. The next day. Mm. Ah, but come here, please, can I borrow your car? Mm. Ah, 
Almost like the last time. What's going on here? Wow. Okay, take. I walked in love. As I walked in love, meaning I also gave. gave. And the person hmm. took the car, returned it. Full tank again. I said, this thing, they walk, oh. Wow. Faith works. Then one random day like that again, I didn't have money. I said, Lord, this time it's not gas. I need money. Then I think I went to go and drop somebody somewhere. I, again, I was walking in love. And then somebody, ah, look at me. You know what? Change this money. It was a 50 US dollars that time. And you know when you change it that time? When you change 50, it's not only, you get like 60. Yeah. I was, I'm like, wow, this thing is awesome. Faith works. Faith works. But again, I wasn't just using it for. That was going to. Wait. I don't know how I'm telling the story about faith. But. 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 I, I was like, this thing works, man. But I wasn't using it for my own gain. You know, some they will they will be asking yeah. for one million dollar, yeah. right? And and we, to anybody that does not need it that is asking for a check, what do they want to use it for? Mm. I now realize that what God answers are needs, needs. not wants. Whoa. God does not answer wants; He answers needs. Because what parents take care for a baby is need. Mm. What a parent is actually supposed to give a baby is needs, not wants. When you give a baby want, you spoil that child. It's what the baby needs. If it's beginning to extend what the baby wants, mm. maybe we'll change hands for you. <laughs> so, ah, okay, whatever I want, that's how children are spoiled. Yeah. Because everything they want, they are getting. Not everything they need. Mm. And they must be taught the difference between need and want. But I don't want to talk about children. But anyways, so the, the idea of faith, when you see people using faith for big, big money, is they have lust that they are going after. There's a lust inside them that Satan has pulled out. But when you are using faith, not for yourself, maybe you just need, when I say for yourself, I mean, maybe it's just a need, Lord. Why? Because the scripture made it clear. For your father know that you have need of these things. He knows that you have need. Meaning that every single need that anybody has, when the moment the need arrives is not when God is aware. He's aware before the need even arises. Yeah. And here's the answer. If our Lord cares for us truly, will he not provide? Even we, that we have children. We are not that wicked that yeah. they are just go away. Sometimes we are already thinking about what they need before they... Yeah. In short, they are not even thinking about what they need. The responsibility of what they need is with the parent. Meaning that the responsibility of what every soul needs is with God. That's the truth of the matter. So when we're just using faith, it's just based on relationship. God is growing relationships. So when, Lord, I need this. Ah, my child, I take. It's a relationship building. It's not just about, I ask, he gives. It's much more than that. You now realize that Christianity a lot more than just clappy hands, yeah. singing songs. Oh, Limo Santos, we read the Bible, we go, we come back. It's more than that. When it comes to Christianity, Christianity is, 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 ah, why am I even saying Christianity? Well, Christianity is founded on relationship. When I say founded, it is, not say it's founded. Christianity is the, the underlying reason for it, is relationship. Mm. To restore. Yes. 
relationship. Why? Because it was lost in the garden. Yeah. But it was not entirely lost in the garden, really. It's not even really in the garden it was lost. Relationship was lost way later. Adam fell, but he, was still, he still had an altar, sacrificing to God, raising Cain and Abel. Cain are like, ah, no, me, I want to japa. Cain japa away. Went a different way. Yeah. But him japaing is giving rise to the fall inside men. is an increase in, in decrease. It's, only, it's no longer increase because blessing is increase. Because blessing is fruitfulness, multiplication. Curse is the opposite. Decrease and I won't use division. Subtraction and what's that thing you can do to reduce exponentially? Negative exponential. Negative, you, you'll be negative in the squares, square roots. You neg you negative. Everything you're supposed to do, in addition, is on the opposite side. So instead of multiplying, you'll be multiplying negatively. So it's decrease. But there, there's no negative. Well, what we use is division, but it's not division. Because it's diminishing. Right? Because division, like I was explaining earlier, so when the Lord is dividing, it's actually increasing. Rightly dividing the word of truth. The purpose of dividing the word of truth is actually for increase of the soul. It's, it's a blessing tied to the soul. When the Lord is dividing the word, rightly dividing the word of truth, is to allow for increase in souls. Because when the word is divided, the soul is blessed. The moment the word is divided, when you divide the word, blessing land. Because when you divide the word, revelations flow. And revelation is the food yeah. of children. Right? And that blesses the soul. So what you, what you, not talk, what you call blessing wow. is that statement you may, mentioned. We are being blessed. That's the true sense yeah. of what blessing is. See, when you say we are being blessed, nobody is giving money. Nobody is giving anything. It's a word that is coming. But something is happening on the inside. What is happening, whatever, that is not a feeling, something, that thing is what we call blessing. Amen. Amen. So, but that thing means something in the spirit. It's an, that blessing is an increase. And you know what you call exaltation, edification, all those things. It's talking about increase. That has gone, I'm rounding up. So, going back to the living soul, I don't know, I talk about faith, money. Nayas, okay. Ah, how did I? Let me. I want to turn back from there so I can go back to Genesis, blessing, and then Matthew, and then we end. So I talked about increase, right? Uh, okay, and I started talking about money, rich man entering the kingdom. Now, the truth of the matter, ah, let me reserve this one. It's for a later time. So, the the truth of the matter is entering the kingdom. It's not just like I, I think I mentioned that it's not just being born again. Yeah. Born, being born again is, is part, is the beginning of the process to entering the kingdom, right? Because essentially you are born again, you can't see. Because getting born again makes you to see. Then yeah. to enter the kingdom is a different thing entirely. It is called being born of water and of spirit. Unless you are born of water and of spirit, you cannot enter. Please, when you get born again, are you born of water? Yeah. Are you born of spirit? Okay. It's a two different things because water. Well, 
or we can usually see when you give birth to a child, water and blood comes out of me, or that amniotic fluid and all that. But now it's a different thing because being born again is not once actually in scripture. Unless you are born again, right? You cannot see. That's one. Unless you are born of water and spirit, it's another bed. Then you hear Peter say, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible is another different kind of bed. Okay. Being born not of corruptible seed. What's that? Is it just being born again? It's much, it's much, much, much more than that. But getting born again triggers all the rest of these other processes that happens in the soul of men as they, once I'm born again, then I can be born of water and of spirit. Then I can be born of incorruptible seed by the word of God, which liveth and I'm, okay, check it. Who, are you, who, who was Peter writing to? Is he unbelievers? No, they were all believers to the church, to the saint in Bithynia, Cappadocia, right? I think Ephesus was, was there, right? He was not telling them, being born again, not of incorruptible. I think most of the time what we usually do is like, oh, when you're getting born again, you're born of the incorruptible seed. Okay, then why do you still lie? Have you ever seen Christians lie before? They are born again, no? And they call it incorruptible seed. Wow. Meaning that in that seed, you, there's nothing called corruption. But you now have a Christian that's telling a lie. Okay. You have a Christian that is falsifying document. Um, um, we just have to be wise in this world. You know? And before you start, you know the document will say something. I... Jide, 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 ojibolu. I am born on June 3rd, 2021. I am 21 years old. And that's so, so can be 30 years old. Mm. Especially you want to play football. Mm-hmm. You know, football. All those football age. Football age is not righteous. Mm. It's a lie. Mm. Football age. But they'll say, well, everybody's doing it. It is okay. Just to make. But no, it's not okay. And I realize that. Christians, Christians, okay, this is not to condemn Christians. We can do better. But the truth of the matter is you can never be born of incorruptible seed and then you'll be lying. It's not. Which means that incorruptible seed has a work to do to purify the soul. And then you now see what Peter was now saying later. Honestly, I didn't think about this. Funny enough, it is in scripture. To purify, they say, being purified. Seeing that ye have purified your soul in obeying the truth unto the unfailing love of them. Ah, ah. Now realize that, first of all, you just got born again. Number one, you can't obey the truth at that time. Why? Because you don't know it. You are just a baby. You just got born again. Abi, it's after the person got born again, then they have to teach them. Yes, what the word says. Believe what the word says. Trust what the word says. Start living by the word. Then it is possible for that soul to now obey the truth unto something 
right? So it's, there's purification that happens. It is something after you be wondering, okay, why are we Christians? Okay, the moment you are born again, why didn't they? Actually, you are born of incorruptible seed. Then why are you on it? Shouldn't Jesus just take you out? Yeah. Sorry, let me not talk too much. So I just, I just felt I needed to explain what I meant by, you know, being born again is not just one thing, it's many, 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 many things. Sorry, it's not once in scripture, it's multiple times. And they all have what they are doing. Being born of water and of spirit is also a kind of purification. Because being born, and you know that the scripture says, washing the bride by the, by the water by the word. So they wash the bride by the water. Washing of the water by the word, right? So that's a washing that they are giving to the bride. And of course, we are part, that means that we too must be washed, right? Mm-hmm. And then, unless you are born of water, wash it. There's, there's one thing that's water, and then spirit. So, there's what, of course, we know that when we get born again, our Holy Ghost inside. <laughs> Finish. No. Holy Ghost inside. But Holy Ghost also had, there's an addition to Him. Meaning, why? When you get born again, you can be filled with the Spirit. But it does not necessarily mean that it will happen. And you now realize that being filled with the Spirit is not something that happens once. You can be filled. You can be filled until you are full. Like they t- t- told us in Acts, Stephen, uh, being full of the Holy Ghost is different from being filled. What, what gets you full is that you are filled until you are, you are just full. Of the Holy Ghost. It is at that time Holy Ghost can now say, ah, let me just bet you now, now. But I'm just saying, but there's a provision for summary. The whole story I'm saying is there's a provision for the spirit to the spirit and water to come to give a bet for entrance into the kingdom. But that's that. But let me not talk about it. I don't even like I don't want to talk about entrance into the kingdom today. I just want to talk about increase. Sorry about this little but what I'm trying to say, ah, honestly, I have to end in the next five minutes, no matter what I'm doing. So, go have to help me and give me speed because I've taken way too much time. So, what I want to say is that increase, or what you call blessing, is a program for living soul. Now, every... Sorry, I'm not, I, not enough time, so I'm not going to go into stories. Because what I saw now is going to give me another 30 minutes, another hour. So I will avoid it. Mm-hmm. So what we are saying is that the increase that is in, maybe let me just, let me just end this in this simple, this simple one. Then if the Lord allows us, we can continue later. Is when a living soul, right? When a living soul is living, it lives by the law of increase because it's blessed. It's blessed. And let's not forget that Jesus is called the second Adam. So if you are born again, it means that we, we can receive the Adamic stature. Right? If that's the case, it means that we, as children of God, can be blessed, can live blessedly like Adam did, if not much more. I say if not, even much more. Let me use that word. It's not just if not. You can live blessedly. But that blessing is actually a blessing of life. It's a blessing. Genesis Abi, I read it. Um, I, I finished it like I was saying. I don't know why, but 
Genesis chapter 1, so verse 28, he said, and God blessed them. So it's, it's, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. So, you now see here that being fruitful, being multiplication is the, is the blessing, is the, is the, is the order of all that's ah, see order is is the expression of blessing if I can use that word. So when I say be fruitful and multiply, it's an expression. And then we now see, like I was saying quickly, I landed day or I was trying to explain pregnancy salary. I'm saying that man is designed for increase. And that program has always been in man. It's not nothing new. They discovered it, yeah, but it's not new. It's always been in Adam. And that is why it is his offspring that will says be fruitful and multiply. They are the one that will show the the increase when it comes to a child developing from the womb, coming out of the womb, and they're still growing. It has not stopped. Then it's grown to an age, an adult. And the truth is that they don't just stop growing. They keep growing, growing, growing until you get to old age. It still increase. You know when we see old age, it's like ah, Rubo, old man. But honestly, it's still a program of increase just that it is increasing age now right it's still increase so man grew from womb to old age until it fell I mean until, until it falls back to the dust because the body is weak to hold the soul but it's not meant to be so like that it was the fall that caused that but if you check it man will, it will be increasing it will get to a point, they will still be increasing, but they will not get older. They will be looking younger. Right? But because of all, things happened. I'm rushing, I'm ending, because I have to end now. So, what I'm now saying is that because. Ah! God will help me. It's okay, I'll end it like that. God can always bless us some other time. So, we'll end it. Amen. Let's, let me end it like that. So, it is true that. Being blessed yeah. is a program of a living soul. So in the original program, when there was no money we are chasing, nothing we are chasing, blessing is part of the soul. But that blessing does not necessarily express itself as money. Yeah. How you say blessing is, what did Adam do? He named animals. He was living in the sight of God. He was offering. They are blessed life activity. And most important that we can get from it is he was in rest. In the garden, you didn't need to till the ground. You didn't need to do anything. All you do is trees will bear fruit. Take it, then you pluck it. You eat. But the moment they removed the blessing, because he fell, they didn't even remove it. He removed it himself. Why? Because the fruit he took is a thief. He stole something. Ah, no more increase. So when God now caused them, God didn't cause them. God was telling them what they did. Yeah, you have taken it now. See, the ground will not respond to you. You have to. Because before God, there's always blessing and cursing. Even did that to Israel. See, if you follow my way, blessing. If you go and serve that God, sorry, there's curse. And it's not, God does not curse. God is telling them the consequences of another life. Yes, Satan carries the cursed life. Yes. So God is making them know, see, yeah, you took this, this is what you'll be doing. So cursing, right, removes blessing. Mm. 
when, once we are not out in blessing, curses comes in. But blessing is actually increase. So when a man is blessed, they increase. Well, where do they increase? It's not in money. But money can come. Don't get me wrong, right? Money can come. But the blessing is the blessing of life. Because when God breathed, he became, God breathed the breath of life. See, breath of life. And he became living soul. And then God blessed them. The truth of the matter is that, I say, and God blessed them, it's just God explaining what happened by making a living soul. A living soul is a blessed soul. Breath of life. Because it is life. And life is blessing. That's just the truth of the matter. The true blessing is life. And where can you find life? It is in God. And there are things God can make us to understand. It is life. And ah, there's, there's a part you read in that, Peter, but I, I don't think I'm going to get there. I didn't even finish the Matthew I read, but mm, it's okay. I think this, is, this has blessed us enough, right? But I was going to talk about, um, I think I was trying to talk about uh, adding a treasure in heaven. And I say it's only, living, it's only man that can add treasure. And then we have to talk about the, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to talk about that later, but I think this one is good. I think this is what God wants us to learn yeah. today, that the, a, a living soul is blessed. Yes. And living soul is, is a living soul because it has life. Yes. So if we can breathe the breath of life, means if we can find God's life, we are blessed. And that's a blessing. And that blessing can fetch all that blessing. Seek ye first again and his right, and all that things shall be added. I'm rushing, so that's it. But are we blessed, are we blessed today? Okay. If there's nothing, I think this thing is good. It's certain that living soul yeah. is blessed. Is is part. So it's not something we should be struggling. All this. Okay, I'm looking for money. I ought to be blessed. You are already blessed. Can you find God's life? Then you are blessed. Okay. Okay. You are looking for God's life. Yes. If you are seeking God's life, say seek you shall find. You find it. Then, if you can be seeking that one, that one can call all the things. God's life has the command because it's, it's, it's blessing. You, you know, it's part of God that they fetch that living soul, that bread that made living soul. It's from God. So if you can find God, if you can seek Him and keep, Lord, I want your life, right? And God begins to give it. That soul is blessed. And then that can call all that blessing. Is it money? You can call it. Is it? Is it? House, cow, those things. It can call it. That's sometimes, mm. I think, I, I, maybe I, I said this last time. I think last I said that, get got to a time. I didn't have to ask God for it. Mm. After, after I have asked with all those guts and everything, it got to a point. I, I just, the scripture just made sense. Seek ye first in his kingdom. For your father know that. But what makes sense is for your father know that you have need of these things. Just, just made sense. I'm like, ah, uh-uh. So my father knows I have need of them. The moment the need comes like this, most of the time, the first thing that comes to mind is, ah, God, you know I need this. That's it. Why? Because the scripture says, for your father, I know that you have need of the, ah, okay. But that doesn't mean that I can't pray. But just, just a, a faith embedded within. I have, my father knows I have need. Ah, if he knows, ah, he's God. He can't provide. Why am I stressing myself? Lord, I need this thing. And it's a need is only want. I'm not teaching something. You get. <laughs> so the Lord knows. So the moment that need arises, faith is enough. You can you can have faith is enough to give answer for provision. 
Another thing does not mean that, Father Lord, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. No, no, no. <laughs> Trust, forgive me. I have, I have seen all kinds of, all kinds of tears. Where it comes to ah, if you've been to places, you see prayers, prayers, especially even in movies too. Give me, give me, give me, Father, give me, Father, give me, give me. Calm down. Faith has answer to most things. Amen. Are we blessed today? All right. Can we begin to bless the name of the Lord? Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Father. We worship you for your mercy. Thank you for how you've blessed us tonight. So be thou exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for that which you've done today and to teach us concerning uh, a blessed life. We ask, Father, that the import and the impact of this blessing will rest upon us in the name of Jesus, that we will not lose the blessing of these words, that this word would become blessing itself and begin to multiply and begin to increase as understanding inside of us. We pray, Father, Lord, that even this moment, I, I pray in this moment, even for needs, for anyone that have needs in the natural, Father, we pray for Cal Misfin, Cal Sicaria, Tamahalfan, Helsor, High Cancer, Panta Cancer Dina. I pray for answer and provision. Amen. That these needs will be met in the name of Amen. Jesus. Because we have, we've, we've come to you, yes. we've, we've received the true blessing. And therefore, Father, just like you did upon the mountain, after you taught, and men were at hunger, at hunger. And then you took bread and you took fish and you multiplied them. Because you know that they have needs to eat, but because they've endured teaching. Father, we pray that even by the reason of your word tonight, that answers to needs will come in the name of Jesus. That the Lord of blessing will send his angels even to bring answer to needs in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. We give you all the glory. For in Jesus' mighty name. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim.